Outsider Thread is recorded on the unceded territory of the Wurundjeri people of the Eastern Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the land I broadcast from. I recognise their ongoing legacy and connection to land, waters and culture. I pay respect to their elders, past and present. I extend this respect to all other First Nations people of this continent, whose stolen land our infrastructure and digital connectivity is built upon. Talk to you, bitch. This is my final statement. Yes, I'm hunting your not. So what the fuck are you saying? Huh? Bitch, you're a worker. I am a job, and these niggas are pain. Bomb ass bitch with some bomb ass friends. That's the role that you're playing. That's the role that you play. Hey, I'm Darcy, and you're listening to Outsider Thread. For this week's episode of Outsider, I spoke with Malalo, a Melbourne-based rapper. Malalo's breakout single last year, Tracy Grimshaw, put her on the map, and was followed by performances at Listen Out. Red Bull 64 Bars, and Golden Plains Festival, among others. We chat about life, music, and micro-celebrity, with a fair bit of yarning in between. Hope you enjoy. Thanks, first of all, for coming on. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm so excited, because I feel like when I first recorded an episode... Well, when I first like had the idea for Outside of Thread, you were on my list of, like dream people to actually interview um i know which is funny and now i finally like met you and had the chance to ask you to do it so yeah i feel like i never i never really get asked to do podcasts like i've only ever feel like i've only ever done one other podcast Mm. so i'm like yes i love it that's good do you are you working on your own podcast project yes i want to be like i like i keep saying it but i'm one of those people that does like say things and it just takes me forever to do it but i am working on it but it's a lot like harder than I th- like yeah would think because it really is a big time com- like it's a it's a time commitment so I'm just steadily but surely working towards it yeah I feel like I've been thinking lately as well I wish I could pay someone to do the mixing and mastering part because I have recording this one now I have two ones that are also I've already recorded but like that thing is that is the thing that drives me crazy like I didn't even have to think about that yeah. that part of it mm, well like, if you need yeah, help let me know exactly. I feel like that's why I asked you to come on because I was like this she needs a podcast yes I need it <laughs> no but I'm like I definitely need a podcast but I'm just like how much trouble not to say how much trouble but is it like you know because you want to be real so yeah. it's like you know and sometimes people whatever but who cares I know nah I think it's good I feel like the best co- podcasts are always also a bit controversial you so. know what I mean and sometimes yeah. you just need it people need it people and need it's just we're just told. discussing yeah. we're not being mean we're just talking well I feel like as well having been to your show last weekend like you're pretty real on the stage so it's just the same thing to be real in yeah I'm just being honest like mm. as long as you can I just believe as long as you can say it to the person or you can express that like that genuinely is the way you feel or that's really how you feel and who cares? Let You're just out. being honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's <good. laughs> I have I have ambitions also for my own like podcast that's like that. That's a bit more conversational. I've always wanted to do one with like other people and it's like outside a thread gossip column. Yeah, like a just, little gossip column. Yeah, just chew the fat. I think it's good. Like especially like today was like um you know how it's like fashion week in Sydney. Mm. So like me and my friends were kinda like talking about what everyone's wearing and I was like you see, this would be such good 
podcast yeah, content. Yeah, I have. Have you listened to The Shift? Um, no. It's this uh, model in Sydney and their friend, I think their name is Lynn, do it. Um, mm. And they're kind of like on that vibe as well. But I think yeah. they've been having trouble working on it consistently. Because it is, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. so hard when you're doing it on your own. Especially if it's like you're doing it every week. But, you know, it it will happen. Watch this space. Watch, Watch this, this space. space. Um, first of all, congratulations on final statement out today. Thank you. Huge, <laughs> huge. Thank you. Is the music video out today as well? Um, or? I'm going to put it out tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I have it, but I think I'll just put it out tomorrow and then do an Instagram live, I think. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll just put it out tomorrow. But I just wanted to have, like, the song out there because it's been, I've had it f- forever. Like, I recorded it t- two years ago now. Oh, oh really? Well, not last November, the November before that. Mm. So it's been so long. Wow. So you recorded that the November before that. When did you record Tracy Grimshaw? That, like, so I recorded Tracy Grimshaw three days after I recorded Final Statement. Like, I went to Sydney and I did, like, this, um, like, I was going up there in November just after my birthday. And then I was just, like, starting to work with my, like, old management. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, hooked up all of these sessions for me. And then the session where I did final statement was the first session I did in that that week yeah. of sessions. And then Tracy Grimshaw was the last session I did. And then, yeah. Okay, okay. So, to, yeah, I think it's kind of vindicating to hear about, especially when I speak to my friends who are artists, like the distance between making a song and putting it out is always so big. Cause yeah. you have so much, I don't know, like I guess if other people who do stuff like I have so much anxiety about holding on to the podcast for too long and not putting it out and it becoming dated I guess it's like Mm. probably more susceptible to that than yeah I feel like because I have like all my songs that I've recorded like on the files in my phone Mm. and I just listen to them and then yeah you kind of write like it's like something I've been talking to a lot of my friends about lately like just putting it out there like not really you know, waiting for the perfect moment or anything like that, just letting go of it and not holding on to it for too long because that's, like, ridiculous. Mm. Having something just, like, on your phone for a year and a half or What do you think makes you hold on to it for too long when you do? I'm not going to lie. I'm so, like... I need to just do things. Mm. I draw things out way too long and it's just... I've I've always been that way. Mm. I'm like such a last minute type of person. And like, you know, maybe I'm hyper emotional. I don't know. So like some days I'll be feeling it. Some days I won't. It's just like a factor of things. But I think it just has to do with me just needing to get it together, to Mm. be honest. Mm, True. Yeah, I think I can relate to that as well, definitely, as someone who is always just, like, putting it off until the next moment. But I've, I guess, like, while we start, I kind of want to hear from the back if you can tell me about yourself and what you do, like, in the sense of doing rapping and your creative background before that. I know you were saying you studied fine arts. and Yeah, so I'm Malala, and I am a rapper. Like, I always say allegedly, but, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, that's my job. I make music. I went to art school, um, but then I like worked in e-commerce, and then like started DJing a little bit, not that well, and then started making music, 
and then was making music, making music, and then that's what I've been doing for like the last three years. And yeah, mm. it's going yeah. all right. And you're, I guess, like do, having done it for the last three years, it's pretty early for you. But in the sense of like, for me at least, when I saw Tracy Grimshaw just as a start, like that was something that was so stylistically strong, came out of nowhere. And I was like, what the fuck? And I feel like that's what everyone says. Everyone was like, what is this? Mm. And I think because like, like I said about the what, why have I been holding on? Why do I hold on to things? Like from when I started doing music, to that point where I'm, where I put out Tracy Grimshaw, like I was just, I had like just released a few songs on SoundCloud, and then like two songs, like and they were both six months apart, and then it was only that last year when I like released a song, released a song, and then like released Tracy Grimshaw, and then like released a song, released a song. So it's like I've only really kind of been consistent mm. for a year or a year and a half. But, like, kind of doing things for three years. Yeah, and it's ongoing. And with that consistency, I guess, you were saying that you've struggled with putting stuff out. Mm. Do you feel like you... Because from what I can see, like, you seem to have had a really strong team of either, like, supporters or people around you Mm. with, like, Sev and Tawana and also Naz, who I guess was maybe your previous... Manager, manager. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. do you feel like your peers have helped you along in, like, pushing past that anxiety or, like, procrastination in putting stuff out? A hundred percent, like... I call up every, like, I have a a group of friends where I'll call them up and I'll talk to them for three hours just about, like, how I'm feeling. Mm. And I, like, I had, like, have and had a lot of anxiety Mm. because, like, it's really, it's, like, a really weird, it's just, like, really weird, like, doing what I do because it's, like, it's like it's a th- it's like now it's like oh it's a thing mm. like no this is a thing so having them there and where i can just like say how i feel um is like what only one of the like one of the only reasons like i am still doing things because it's like i was more than happy just like not to do music anymore but like they were like no just keep going with it and just like you know don't think about what people have to say to you or don't think about this don't think about that think about the good things you know so Mm. definitely and also like I really wasn't close with people like Sev and Tawana Mm. and like Naz I only met when I went to Sydney so they're like it also brought us closer I guess because like they're also progressing in their careers Mm. like uh, in DJing and then like Naz in managing so we're like all going through like kind of like a tumultuous time so it's like supporting each other you know yeah and I guess it's kind of like a mutual understanding of the difficulty in yeah yeah. and then like just being there for each other and it not seeming like it not seeming like weird to talk about because it is kind of weird to talk about you know because it's like I had friends it's like I had friends like I was friends with this girl from high school Mm. and like once I started doing music like she just completely became so weird like Mm. and we stopped being friends and it's like I get I guess and I see how like um doing what I do and being the way I am can make it seem like I think that I'm better than or like being pretentious but having friends like Tawana and Sev 
like where they kind of doing something similar, like they kind of get it and just understand like, okay, it's just a different situation, mm. you know? Yeah, and jealousy takes many forms mm. as well. That's the thing. Because I think... Scary. Yeah, and when you see like, for example, the video to Tracy Grimshaw, you're like blown away by the bravado and all that that you're presenting, even though part of it is you and probably a lot of it is also like a character that you're yeah. taking on when you do that but yeah it's like it's impressive and the thing is like if everybody could do it they would be yeah and it's like I always say like I say to people all the time like I always used to say to my um best friend I always used to say to her you should rap like at the end of the day there's no one really in Australia that's like a girl that's doing it like you should just Mm, do it yeah and then I started like only reason I started doing it was like a joke Mm. but then I'm just like yeah it's like it's just do it you know yeah. what i mean if you could do it just you should have just done it you know mm, and it's fun i to be honest i'm really like doing rapping as well. it's, so, it's fun. so fun yeah. oh my god it, like i literally started doing it as a joke and it's so fun like mm. just like you know getting a beat and then making a song like what do you mean i wrote a song about like all random australian mm. people it's funny and it's yeah. fun and then it like allows me just to have like all these cool amazing fun experiences Mm. too like so it's like yeah just do it i think it's really interesting hearing you say that as well because i feel like in the past i've been a victim prime like also in my career and life decisions but i've been a victim of perceiving creative work as some kind of really hard heavy object Mm. and like it has to be weightlifting and it has to be difficult yes. to be a creative yeah it has to be torturous you know like i went to art school and it's like we all sit around and we all ponder and we all you know it's it's we're all serious mm. but it, it which is good like which is so so good but like why can't we have fun with things mm. like you know what i mean like why can't we just have fun yeah exactly we don't have to we don't have to be critical we don't have to over overthink things why can't we just take things at face value which is just having the best time possible mm. That's what I think. Yeah, it's so refreshing. I think it's like everybody is a bit overdue for that. And I like, I feel like there is almost like this rising tide, not only in rap, but also just like camp music. And like mm. the shame is kind of like receding a bit about having to be so serious. Yeah, and so no like, shame. Yeah. No shame at all. Like that's like, even when I do my shows and stuff, and I like, I always say like, don't be shy. Like if you want to come on the stage, don't be shy. Mm. Let's turn up. Because it's like... What have you got to lose? Like, what do you have to lose? Like, I used to be so insecure and depressed and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, there's literally no point. Even Mm. though it's hard to say, it's hard to say that there's no point and da-da-da-da-da, but there's literally no point. Like... You only have one life to live, so have fun. Exactly, exactly. That's have the thing. fun, have a drink, dance, feel it. Yeah, feel it. love to hear it, love to hear mm-hmm, it. I feel like, it. I guess this is probably kind of like you've answered my next question, which mm-hmm. was going to be talking about you saying that you're such a different person to the person that you were three to four years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is kind of the discovery that you've made, is that you don't need to be so anxious about doing stuff and just focusing on being authentic and doing what you want yeah a hundred like i sometimes feel really sad about like how much of my life i feel like i wasted Mm. like just like overthinking things and doing all this stuff but it really is a mindset change and even if like you know 
there's one day you slip up or whatever it's like as long as you like get back up again because you know every people have their bad days mm. but like I think like through the process of doing music and stuff, it made me realize that because I I have people like coming up to me saying like, oh my god, like Malali, like, you know, you just I love your vibe. You make like you know you seem like such a fun person or, you know, when you post on Instagram, it's just like so like you know it makes me feel good or da 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 da, and then that made me realize like you know when you're just honest and you're authentically yourself, like there's no reason in in like thinking about the people that have anything bad to say mm. or thinking about the negative like focus on the positive even though it's hard because we only really ever have one life to live you know exactly and that's the thing and because i think because you're able to live that way is probably a big part of the reason that people are so drawn to you because it's actually yeah. like i don't know yeah your ability to like be comfortable in your own skin is shocking and very enjoyable yeah it's just like yeah. oh okay like she's doing that okay yeah it's like, and then like you do it too let's go exactly like, you know what i mean and i think that's a big thing like i this year like made a call like one of my new year's resolutions was to post more on my instagram story mm. And not care. Yeah. And not care. Like, just post it and who cares. And, like, sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? I have something on my mind right now and I literally don't have anyone to tell. So let me just post it on Instagram and let me see. And people are like, oh, my God. But I'm like, am I lying? Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Or, like, I'm just being real. Like, I'm just being real. Like, what are you going to do? Sue me? I'm just asking or I'm just telling the story. No, it's good. That honestly, watching your Instagrams inspires me as well. Cause just I always it. think I'm like, fuck, I'm so funny. Cause I watch your stories and I'm like, I'm funny too. But I'm like, just do it, you dickhead. Just like that's the only it. thing that separates you. Like literally just do it because you don't think I sit there and like watch back my Instagram story and I'm like, oh my God, look at that crust on your eye. Or <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if somebody, someone dragged me so bad the other day. <laughs> they were like, they were like, oh girl, you know, every time you post on Instagram story, you're always in this one spot. Like, and I'm like, Is, does she ever leave her room? Does she have a life? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> no. Cause I do, I sit there and I just like ponder, you know, and it's good and you need to do it. Everyone needs to do it mm. because it's interesting because like I've done it more and then like people really start like hitting me back, like, you know, and like messaging me back or like if I ask for advice, mm. like sometimes I ask for advice of like stuff to be like, well, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And people like give me a full dissertation. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I've done that to you. Yes, before. yes, literally. Because <laughs> I can't resist. It's yes. so like I'm so enamored with yes. the narrative, and you always have the best stories to yes. share. Like, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, what would you do in this situation? Uh, honestly, I would tell her that she's a bitch. It's da, 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 so da, da. fun because <laughs> it gives people a slice of your life, and yeah. I feel like that is yeah. It's so good because you get the music and that is also like the personality that accompanies the music yeah, is so good. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I just need to do it more and it's good and it gives other people confidence, you know? And then that is uh, that is another thing that made me just like realise at the end of the day, fuck it. Mm. And you are inspiring people, I think. At least for yeah. myself. Yeah, I know. Like That's what people say and then I'm like, oh, that's good because it's like, I wish I had that, you know? Because yeah. I always used to like get hated on and stuff or like talking too much not to say talking too much mm. or like being too loud or whatever so if it's helping someone then and it's funny yeah. oh my god I feel like that Um, you know I especially in your music and in your life what you've told me like there's mm -hmm. been a lot of haters and that kind of thing and I mm -hmm. am someone who's from a regional area as oh, well no, and I know what regional. it's like it's just like so 
people just they want hate you to it. be the same way. They, they want hate you to be monocultural they and they're that. scared. They're scared. Yeah. And they're big mad. They're genuinely big mad. Like I think about like the way I genuinely got treated as a youth. Mm. Like and I'm just like, what the fuck? Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. the hell? Because, like, now I reflect on it. Like, I was at the sh- store the other day. I was at Mecca, at my, mm. like, local shopping center, like, where I grew up at. And it was one of these girls I went to high school with. Mm. She was a bully at, at me. And she was, like, the cash register girl. Um, And, you know, I clocked her. Like, I saw her. And then I was just, like... In that moment, it was so surreal because I was like, "This girl is one of the people that make me that used to like make me feel so sad mm. that I used to go sit in the bathroom by myself or like I wouldn't go like you know I wouldn't have friends because like she would tell people like oh you shouldn't be her friend da 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 and I'm just sat there and I'm like, damn like at least like I'm so glad that I got over that you know yeah, what I mean exactly but they just hate to see it but now like they watch it they like you know they, and they love it they love yeah. it they love it they like they watch you on Instagram and stuff and it's like honestly whatever but yeah. I, I haven't had any of the guys hitting me up though from high school mm, I haven't had that one yet the time come next single no, yeah. no. Oh, you don't want them no yeah. I don't but I've, like, I haven't had it though yeah. that's a storyline I, I hear it a lot it would be nice to say no yeah like, it would be yeah, nice just yeah. to be like no but yeah. like they haven't even given me the opportunity <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I guess I wanted to talk as well about I think yeah I was curious about you had a, you've had a really quick rise like you've been going moving mm. really fast and like with Red Bull 64 bars mm-hmm. and Acclaim All-Stars. How mm-hmm. did those kind of things come about? So, I... So, Red Bull 64 bars. Um, My friend, Carolina Gasolina, who's an amazing DJ, mm. she is, like... uh, She was, like, asked by Red Bull, who were some people, like, to give her a list of people that... Does she have a podcast as well? No, no, no. Oh, no, yeah, she's on Cater, you know? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie, she's a really amazing DJ from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, um, she, yeah, like, they wanted a list of people, and then I was on that list, and then through that, they uh, invited me to do 64 bars, mm. and then with Acclaim All Stars, I was nominated last year but i was um going through a little bit of a depression episode mm. so i wasn't on instagram at the time for like the voting and all that kind of stuff mm. so then this year i got asked again and then yeah like i just chucked it up on my instagram and then it's it was like a voting process oh so it's process. a voting system yeah okay, it was a voting process yeah. and then i got vo- like i got voted in and then yeah. True, yeah. And you were alongside one of my other fave female rappers, VVP. Oh my god, yeah. yes. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. I love yeah. her. She's such a vibe. She is such a fucking vibe. Yeah, she, she actually the best flow. And she yeah. is I like and her personality, like she's so funny. Like she genuinely yeah. is like what you see is what you get. Mm. She's such a vibe. I actually think she's um in Melbourne. Tomorrow. True. She is she performing? Um, yeah, I think she has a show. Oh, I'll figure I need it out. to come because I, I yeah. didn't get to see her yeah, miscellaneous. I'll figure it out and then I can let me know. Yeah, I was actually wondering if you could tell me a bit about her because I'm just I only know her music and like her presence. She but, yeah. like I've met her. I obviously spent time with her at the Acclaim All Stars, and then we also met at um because she opened up for me at my headline show in Sydney. Yeah. Um, she's like this girl from Western Sydney. Um, from Mount Druitt. Mm. 
and she's just like going for it. And apparently she's been, she said she's been rapping for years, like she's uh, since high school. But she's just like she's just like got there's something about her yeah she did that je ne sais quoi (laughs) and then she's just like she's also got such an amazing personality but I don't think she like really is like is out there as much but Mm. yeah she's like such an amazing girl and I think that she really is like one to watch like she's one of the girls no doubt she eats she eats we Mm. love her so I remember the first time I ever saw you perform um, was at Listen Out because I oh my god saw, yeah I saw Tracy Grimshaw come up on my Instagram and then my friend had a free ticket and I literally I feel like a bad friend because I was meant to see him but I left because I just came to see yeah, you oh actually lol. yeah and you looked so fucking good oh and thank it was, you yeah it was like so, it was a fucking good show I loved it but also even then I think it was maybe less than six months or something between Listen Out and Meredith which yeah, was huge for you you yeah. were actually I'm oh sorry um, Golden Plains Golden Plains which yeah. is Meredith yeah, that yeah. Meredith. and I I didn't go because I was at in Ivanica but yeah. coming back because I was talking I was like to everyone how was Marlo and they were all like highlight 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 I was like what the fuck yeah. because we literally all got into Anna's car like we all because I live just down the road mm. like uh, to there so we yeah. all get into Anna's car and we go there, I like get my makeup done. I'm get, like getting my makeup done. And I'm like, this is happening. Like, this is actually happening. Mm. Like, this is about to happen. Like, and people are messaging me. And I'm just like, what the, f-? I'm like, what the fuck? Because it's like, is anyone going to show up? But of course people are going to yeah, show it's up. One like, stage. it's they one no stage. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, they don't have a choice. And yeah. then we're looking at the, like, the, like the live feed thing. And then people are so, like coming up to, Maybe like, oh, I'm so excited. And they're like, what? Mm. And then we just like did it. And then we had to just, like literally get into Anna's car and go back to the city because she had to do something. Yeah. And I was just like, what was that? But that was the craziest experience of my life. Like, And it was so good because um, Golden Plains is the only festival I've ever been to ever. Really? Prior to True. this. True, okay. Yeah, I yeah. got... Um, like, I used to work at the airport mm. at Sunglass Hut, so I used to always get, like, free stuff from, like, celebrities mm. because, like, you just, what? like, if they were nice to them. Like, at Sunglass Hut, yeah. And Did King, that many celebrities come through yes, Sunglass Hut? Yes, yes. And King Cruel, you know King Cruel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he um, got us all into Golden Plains the year he played. I remember you posting yeah, on your Instagram about this. Yes, yeah. and then that was the last time. I remember being like, what is this? True. And then I went, and then the next time I went, I was performing. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so random. Any other celebrity stories from Sunglass Hut? Um, we, we, ha- oh, this, oh, oh, yeah, there is, so- <laughs> no, I'm just like, not like that. There is, it was very interesting. That's all I can say because it was like in the domestic airport. The only reason was it was because it was in the domestic airport mm. and there was nothing to do in, yeah, in the I old see. domestic airport. So people would just like mill around. Yeah. But like, yeah, there was just like, a lot of potential cheating scandals that could have happened. Not with me. Not true, with me. True, true. I had a really gorgeous manager at the oh, time. Oh. Yeah. Like, off to the break room. Yeah. No, yeah. And then it was like, you know, it was, there was one, there was one specific person who is like an R&B singer, not to be like a tea mm. spiller. He was like, he's an R&B singer and he like comes to the sunglasses, like, 
you know, looking around and then um, he's like talking to my manager and then he leaves, he goes into the virgin, so he goes into the lounge, which is directly next door. And then one of the girls from the lounge comes out and hands a piece of paper and it's like a number. Yes. Oh my but God. then the, the, the worst part of the story is we went to Google him because I was like to her, yeah, you know him, like he is famous, he is, you know, mm. that's his song, this one. And he had just gotten engaged just got had just gotten engaged just gotten engaged oh yeah my God. and so she didn't do anything true but yeah true yeah but some people used to just like give you so much free stuff um yeah so yeah king cruel gave true. me said come to i guess he wouldn't know anyone hey yeah because yeah. he was just like odd oh, he's mm. like i'm performing at this thing do you want to come mm. i was like yeah sure sick um, I was wondering if you could tell me as well, because I, you know, another person who I've always, one of my ultimate people I've wanted to get on this show is mm-hmm. Elisa and Jordan from Morosky. You P. need to. I want to. You need yeah, to. You I just have to ask them. I'm friends with Elisa, but I haven't actually met Jordan. Oh my, properly, yeah, so no, you just have to get them on. Yeah, I want, I really, 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 They're really, really funny. want to. They're funny. They are so funny. F- and they have a lot of stuff to say. I like, know. Every time I see Elisa, she I'm just, kills like, me. She actually. Yeah kills me mm. like i'm just like this girl like she's so funny yeah the humor is as good as the design literally yeah. but no, yeah we need to get them on mm, you need how, to how did you go about so i remember you saying that they made you a custom garment like a few years ago how did that relationship develop and then end up dressing you for golden plains and uh, also maybe for listen out mm, so what happened was i was in high school at the time high school or just early uni and I was really like I used to follow Jordan mm. because he did uh, fashion designer RMIT. Yeah, and I was always following him. And then they started like they started Morosky. Yeah, and then I was just like always, always, always like looking at it. Like when I could, I would save up, buy something. Like I used to buy stuff through like DM. And then I started doing music and then I started doing music and then like I was just always wearing their stuff because mm. I always wear their stuff. And then it just like slowly, you know, went through, went from there. And then um, when I was overseas, I, when I got the call for Listen Out, uh, for uh, Golden, Golden Plains, yeah. I was like to them, I was like, can you guys make me something? Mm. Because, like, it's special, like, yeah. you know? And they're my favourite uh, Melbourne, like, Australian designers, mm. or designers, period. So we just... I went there, Did we did measurements, and then we talked about it, and they did all these amazing sketches, and then they just made it. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, it looked amazing. Did and you get to amazing. keep it? Um. Yes, yes, I did, I did, I did. I did, I purchased it, so, yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. No, it was stunning, and I will cherish it forever. Even though half of it is at Tawana's house, because after Golden Plains, I took off like half of it and left mm. it in Tawana's car. But I loved the hat. That that hat is it actually was stunning. Yeah. That's something that I looked at when I was, I think, maybe young or in high school or in university, and I always thought like kind of this world that I live in now was so beyond me and I was like this amazing object and like that hat like it's, is, it's yeah. like it, it's a hat yeah. made out of ribbon what yeah. are you talking about and it's so grandiose and it's so like it's just so like yeah like this is what we're doing they're gifted yes yeah. shout out anyone who doesn't listen to Morosky doesn't know Morosky but yeah I literally said yeah you know you yeah. need to get them on mm. literally yeah um, and also congratulations on the first, well, the set of headline shows that you've been through this Thank past you. month or so. Yeah. 
Huge, huge. I try. It was really fucking good. I was like blown away when you I were there to see. Yeah, I was there at the oh, Melbourne yeah, one. Oh yeah, slay. Um, and you slayed it. It was amazing. Oh, thank um, you. Had such good openers and backup dancers and all the people you got on stage. Yes. Um, yeah, something I love the most about you, I think, is like you are so acknowledging of how important your peers have been in uplifting you, and also just like backing other people as well. Of course. Yeah. It's and, like, of course. Mm, and like you getting all those people up on stage. I don't know. It was just very sick. It was very wholesome, even though it was pretty much a sold out show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you got to do it, you know? Yeah. I was wondering if you could tell me maybe a bit about, first of all, your opener, July. Um, and second of all, I don't actually know the other backup dancer, but I do have an immense fascination Sh- with Chantel. Chantel? Yeah. Because yeah, I know that she won a big voguing prize at Sissy Yeah, Ball. yeah. She uh, is yeah. like... She is Chantel. So I actually met Chantel through July mm. because I wanted July to do choreography for me. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, get my friend Chantel to do it. And she's just like out of this world. Yeah. She is just like on a different level, amazing choreographer and dancer. And we are like, we've been working together, like kind of trying to expand my show and stuff like that. And we're going to be working together, like on this music video. I'm going to have a little, Sick. a little dance number. Yay, you know what yeah, I mean? A little one, yeah. two step. You know the vibes. The dancing was so good. It was so unexpected. I, I, I know. Cause that's yeah. what I was like, I was like, just a little, you know, just like, you just know, a little throw taste. Just a little yeah. taste. And it, it pushes like, not the choreography. Well. Yeah. Come on, not the unison. Like, yeah. not the unison. <laughs> um, and July is I just think such an amazing, amazing person, like, and an amazing rapper. And I say that, like, all the time. I say one of the best rappers coming out of Melbourne right now is July. Oh, yeah, no doubt. By far, by far. So and every time I can, I like to, you know, put my people on. Mm. So anytime I can, I say, get on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it was it was a really good show. I had a lot of fun. That's so that good. Show. Thank yeah, you for I coming. Th- no, my pleasure. I was so happy to be able to see you live yes. again. Because like yeah, there's a lot of people who I'm always like dying to see and yeah, I just can't get enough. There's I I don't feel like I'm such a like Melbourne I'm just like observing people yeah. when I say even just to see like um Tawana, who I don't know, but yeah. like she's just so cool. And she's like, so Caucas- cool. Yeah. Caucasian opportunities. Could Come you on, tell me a bit more about Caucasian opportunities yeah, as well? Yeah, I can. So she is obviously an icon legend, but um, I met her. It's so crazy. Like, so the day before COVID lockdown happened, mm. um, this is when I was just kind of DJing. Mm. We were at this place. Do you remember Laser Peak, the yeah. pizza place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was me. Caucasian Opportunities, um, See From Charlotte was there. Mm. That day, Charlotte had just played at the NGV. Uh, and yep. she came there after. And then we all ended up doing like this huge back-to-back. And then we were sitting outside and there was some guys there too. And then I was like to them, I'm going to start rapping. Mm. I'm going to rap. I'm going to be a yeah. rapper. And they were like, okay. Everyone's like, okay. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I'm going to be a rapper. And then Tawana sent me a message after. And she said, if you're going to be a rapper, let me be your DJ. Yeah. And then that's when we were like, we didn't really know each other like yeah. that at this point. Yeah. And then the next day, COVID lockdown happened. And then when I started making music, I needed a DJ 
So I hit up Tawana and I, so I hit up Caucasian opportunities. I was like, "You ready?" Yeah. And then now we've just been doing it. Like she's been in my corner. Like that girl is amazing. Not only is she so good at her craft, like mm. of being a DJ, she is so authentically like herself. Mm. Um, but she's just also just such a like a good person. Like she's such a genuine person and a genuine friend, and she's a really good support system and. Well, she's a celebrity now. Sometimes it's hard for her for me to get her to DJ for me. She, <laughs> she's booked. booked and busy. She's too booked yeah, and busy. I'm yeah. like, she's like, no, babe. I'm doing Splendor. No, babe. I'm doing Dark Mofo. Mm. I didn't get the call. Oh, I, you're not doing Dark Mofo. <laughs> I'm doing Dark Mofo. No, I got the call, but like, I passed because I think maybe next year. Yeah, true, true. You're doing it. I wish you were coming. But I'm yeah. gonna come down. I'm gonna I'm come doing, down. I'm doing backup dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. one two. A little doing one two. Doing backup for a certain special someone. Okay. So, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. No, but I will come down. I think I'm gonna come down because like come for the weekend. I'm gonna. I yeah. might. Yeah, I might come do a little vacation type of movie. It would be. Yeah, please, please come. I'm really keen that yeah. it's gonna be such a good. I vibe. think it was like, gonna be a good vibe. Yeah. Like, I just think the vibes are gonna be there because it's gonna be like. A, like a good like that's another thing I love about doing music mm. is because like I am like not to say a shy person but I don't really leave my house a lot so like just like meeting other creative cool people mm. it's like yeah why like you go down to Tasmania everyone is like there because like we all have something to do but yeah. it's all a vibe you know and everyone links up and then we're like oh my god this is adulting look at adults <laughs> yeah you know uh, it's gonna I'm really excited I'm I, glad to but hear it's gonna be so cold down. I think I'm a little bit scared I'm scared well. I, I'm gonna jump into the ocean naked are like, you doing that well, thing well I want to are I don't you doing know. it I, I wanna, wanna do, do it the, I wanna do, do it, do it. Yeah, I wanna do it but I wanna do it maybe next year yeah like my come this year nah get your boobs done yeah I wanna get my sister wanna do a little vlog Nah. Nothing I have is gonna look good. It's gonna be too cold. Uh, but I'm like so. Ne- but I'm like, yeah. there's gonna be so many like naked people. Mm, but it's gonna be a vibe it. though. Yeah. No, it will be a vibe next year. We'll do it. I'm excited. Hopefully, you can come down this year as well. Cause no, I, I will be there. Do... No, I'll be there this year. Yeah, let we can do a um dark mofo retrospective with some other people when we come back. Cause like I I want to get another board where I yeah, can do more. Yeah, cause two one and seven DJing. We can yeah, get them. Yeah, I would love to hear. Cause I was telling them about this. And then I was like, oh, because we have to, I have to talk about our friendship. Like, what do they want to know? I was like, uh, I don't know how you guys yeah. have motivated me. Yeah. They were like, lol. I was like, okay. Like, it's it's a good thing, guys. I'm just fascinated. Yeah. Yeah. I like, it's I'm always... like, it's a good thing. I said, like, they're like, no, it's getting too red hot these days. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, true, you yeah. guys, we're local celebs. You are. You're all my local celebs. Internet micro celebrity. No, <laughs> nah, it's getting to the macro stage. It's kind of getting, it's kind of my, yesterday... I had a show for this group called One Through Hundred. Oh yeah, how did it go? I it mean- went really good, and then we got the other one tonight. Mm. Um, and I was like doing my songs, and I was so tired. I was so tired, and I was doing my songs, and then like there was this one guy just like hitting every lyric. Mm, yeah, and I was like, and it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was like this ginger guy. True. That's yeah, what I was like, but he was yeah. like super like, but I just noticed like a lot of straight guys, like a lot of just like straight, like, like very, what you wouldn't expect guys. Mm. Like, I really love it. Well, it's, I think that I have thought about this a little bit because my friend Big Wet as well, it's a similar oh, thing. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, the heterosexual guy fan base loves her. They and it was, love it. It was 
embarrassing slash cute all these uh, guys who had brought dildos to the show to wave around. And I was like, it's so fascinating because I think for these guys, it represents something that is so far out of their comfort zone. But it's also cool because they've chosen not to choose fear, which a lot of people choose when they hate. And that's why, like, when people, like... Not to get into my life. That's why when when I think about my dating life, like, when people are like, oh, my God, like, you just date the most random people. But I'm like, that's the thing is, because it's like, even though they're random, they they weren't scared. Or, like, yeah. they weren't, like, they weren't intimidated. They were just like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, you know, and I, I love it. I love it. You mm. know? Slay. More power to them. Nah, it's good. Yeah, it's good to see. I think, um... The tide is shifting a lot with, like, the rise of social media and all these things because people are seeing stuff that's so different to what they know all the time now. It's changed so much to probably, like, sounds like you still have a lot of people who are hating where you're from, but when I was growing up, everything was so the same, but it has shifted Mm. so much. Like, I feel like people where I'm from on the Central Coast probably know what non-binary means now, which is shocking, you know, even compared to seven years ago. That's what someone said to me. Someone, I was, like, in Canberra, and someone was like to me, are you like that alternative person in your town? That's what I was like. Someone was like, said that to you in camera. Yeah, yeah. They're like, are you like that? I was like, I'm from Melbourne. This is a town. Yeah, literally. Yeah. They're like, like, are you seeing like, they're like, do you feel like you're seen as alternative? I was like, alternative? I'm not alternative. I'm not like, not to say normal. Mm. I'm not alternative. And then they were like, yeah, like if you were to be like, come to where I'm from, like people would be like, are they from Canberra? That's what I was yeah, from Canberra. True, because yeah. it's like, I didn't realize because like, I've got tattoos. Like, you know, I've got tattoos. Like, even like my nails or like all all these different mm. things. And then like, oh, you know, like your alternative. But it's like, or even like when people are like, oh, when people message me, they're like, oh, I wouldn't think that you were from Australia. Like, mm, what do you mean? Literally. Like, like, I just live down the road. I live in Sydney. It's in because you have swag, I think. Uh, yeah, it's just because I'm like, like if people cool. can't comprehend. It's alternative, it's cool. Yeah, they yeah. can't comprehend like something or someone like me exists like in the same space mm, as them. Yeah. But it's like, I've always been like this and I've always like lived where I've lived, you know? Yeah, with Canberra as well, I think I'm actually about to spill the tea on Canberra as someone who used to be a resident there. When I went back, I was shocked by how sloppy everybody dresses there because I think it's very much a Melbourne thing to just, like, dress up Mm. all the time. Not necessarily, like, dress up, but just, like, Like, have a sleigh. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not sleighing. Obviously, I'm not sleighing down right now, but, like, just a light sleigh. Yeah, but you still are wearing two Telfar items. You know what I mean? And you've got nice nails. You know what I mean? Even the bare minimum is higher. In Canberra, people will just go out in trackies. Literally, like I'm sorry, like as I'm just like as a woman or as a girl, like where the, where's the manicure, babe? Like where's the where is the long square? Yeah, where's the long? I'm square? loving the lo- the duck the, the duck, duck nail. It's yeah. looking so good. I'm like, come on, girls, like nails, petties, like what are we doing? I love it. Yeah, like what what are we doing? What is this? What is this? It's like choose beauty. You have there's you don't have to choose between beauty or anything else. Like just it doesn't you don't yeah. ha- like you, it doesn't yeah exactly like you're actually going out of your way to yeah. do this. Do you know when like they go out of their way? To it's like, just nice to try. Like, like I think try. people like it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. What happened to decorum? What I happened just, to being? What happened to class? Exactly. A hundred percent. Just try. Dress up. I say. Like, there's I no problem with that. Exactly. exactly. Like, Harrods is. There's no problem. There's no problem. <laughs> there's no problem. You don't have to. You don't have to dress like you're oppressed, babe. 
You don't have to. That's what it gives. Like, you don't have to. Yeah, but they are still oppressed culturally. They're afraid yeah. because it's, it does represent that anxiety about being different and not mm. fitting in. I think it returns in a way to what we were talking about before. Yeah, true. Mm. Canberra. Canberra. But, I, but it's kind place. of stunning, though. But it's, it's a design actually city. stunning. Yeah. It's actually very stunning, but there's just, like, no one there. Let me take you there sometime. I can show you some really cool stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like Canberra is a planned city, and it has probably the most designer items out of any like in oh. regards to furniture and architecture that's what everyone everyone always like well not everyone my friend indigo who's like an amazing fashion designer um she was telling me that canberra has like the best antique shops mm, and yeah. like all that kind of stuff i need to yeah. get into that that's it's, what i go to dark mofo and stuff and you get back in my dark, yeah bag. get back in your um interstate era i think yes it's important. Yeah. i just i just don't know about the cold but i definitely am gonna come because a come. few people that i am friends with and stuff are going to be like either like organizing shows or going to be participating That's, in shows i wouldn't go if i had to pay for a ticket like only i, I mean oh my I would god go, i posted i posted yeah. this meme yesterday on my instagram story and it was literally like i posted it and people were responding like to be like oh my god i hate these type of people but like i was posting it because it's me uh, and it was like Dora the Explorer on life support about not getting a yeah, door spot. And, and, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like and it's like people people that like that um don't get a door spot and have to pay ten dollars like literally I'm on life support yeah like unless I'm on a list I'm don't sorry me there yeah well I would love I would pay and go to Dark Mofo but yeah. I just wouldn't at this point yeah you know life. what I so mean it's great it's great to get a free ticket and I know get my to do power I know my power you know what yeah. I mean yeah like. Okay, sorry, I'm not part of the general public. So. But I know I'm a dickhead as well. I actually fully acknowledge <laughs> yeah, I'm but, a complete dickhead. Yeah, but I also yeah. acknowledge the fact that, like, I am a bitch. Yeah, Like, yeah. I am a bitch about it. But it, it is what it is. Sorry. But it's also, I think it's all fake as well because you just say it is and you make it so. That's Exactly. That's the truth of, like, that exactly. kind of world. And you don't get lost in it because you don't carry an ego about exactly. it. Exactly. Manifest, like, like, we manifest it. <laughs> we manifest the door spot. And it happens. And it, it happens. happens. Yeah. I guess one of the last things I wanted to ask you about was um, with your... So you grew up in Caroline Springs and you moved from South Africa when you were two, mm-hmm. two there. Are you... F- I, that, yeah. I... In a place called Sydney, near Caroline oh, Springs. Yeah. I okay. always say Caroline's near Caroline Springs. So it's, it's a place called Sydney. It's near Water Gardens. And I moved to Australia... Like, my parents moved here first. Um... And then, but we moved to Sydney, mm. um, and we lived in Chatswood. True. Yeah, and then near my part of town. Yeah, in Chatswood, yeah. and me and my parents we lived in an apartment there, and then we came down to Melbourne, and my parents got lost actually, and then like they were looking for uh, a house, and then they were told to go to like a specific neighborhood, and they got lost, and then they ended up finding where we where. I grew up and I still live now, Sydney. Mm. So it's like, yeah, deep west. Oh, not that deep. Mm. Interesting. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah continue. Uh, I was just going to say, I guess, like, that area is a big reason why you probably have so many haters because it's so clicky and stuff like uh, that. Like, and you know what? It's so lame. Like, say, even saying, like, oh my God, I've got haters, but it's true. It's see, not in the right. Yeah, it's not like, in that way. Like, there's people that are just like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Just a lot of people commenting, trying to tear you down on social media. You know what stuff. I mean? It seems so rogue to and me. And it's so yeah. rogue. Like, you know, this is actually something that I genuinely have been having a lot of issues with lately and it's something I've been trying to overcome in myself because it's scary Mm. and it's not even just people that like I mean obviously like excuse me I have 
people that I would say I went to high school with that have, you know, the not the nicest things to say about me. Girls that I knew when I was in uni and all that kind of stuff that, you know, have horrible things to say about Mm. me. Spreading fake news about me. But the scariest part now is when I'm finding out it's random people Mm. or people that I've just, like, acquainted with. Yeah. Like, in Sydney. True, yeah. And then they're going around telling, saying that I'm, like, saying this and this and this. And I'm just, like... But they're using all that energy to be negative rather than doing something for themselves. That's the interesting thing. Yeah, and I think because, like, I used to get bullied, right? Mm. So it's it's weird when... It's just, like, it's weird when you're trying to... When you're someone that's, like, defensive because you've always been perceived a specific way. Yeah. And then you realise that you actually... You'll never win. Like, you can never, ever, like have everyone on your side or you can never explain yourself to everyone you know what i mean Mm. um but yeah like where i'm from that place like sydenham and the people i went to high school with and the people i grew up with like i have nothing or don't want anything to do with people like that very very yeah like insular like all think the same very much sheep in a crowd Horrible, some very mean, just like mm. mean spirited, like people and no, and like no creativity, nothing really. I like filler people, mm. which is so, which might seem rude to say, which might seem rude to say, but it's the truth. Like, you know, at the end of the day, people that they choose to put their energy in criticizing other people. Like, I couldn't they tell really you, they, they probably all got married at the age of 20. No offense to people that got married at the age of 20, but like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, they, they are not operating, they're not operating, we're not operating on the same wavelength. Yeah, We're not, yeah. that's, a, that's what I always say, like, I, yeah, like, I'm not, I don't operate on the same wa- wavelength as people, like that or whatever. See, and it's yeah. nothing it's nothing rude to them like why but why would I want to be friends with people mm. like that? So what's keeping you in Sydney now? Um my oh uh, actually my parents well, I, I think they won't hear this, but they'll be like, my mom used to be like, why are you putting our business out there? My parents separated. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so like no they separated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um and then so and my dad, my little sister lives with my mom. Yeah. So, like, there's no point in, like, me not living with my dad. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, family and, like, and being there for my family means more than, like, not being there. Like, yeah. me and my dad have a good relationship. So, I, yeah, live with my dad and my dog. And it's good because I travel a lot. So, yeah. yeah that's, that's good. Fine. No, I think. Until, yeah. until they live. I feel like, um, at least for me as well, I kind of can see why you do that because I often have a habit of, like, sneaking away to my auntie's place who lives around 40 minutes away and, like, mm. being able to escape. I get so obsessed with the city and the life and, like, blah, blah, blah. Going oh, like, out, getting in the next, mix, yeah. Yeah, you get lost in it. And I think for you especially because your life is even faster than mine because mm. I don't really even do anything. Mm. You... Like, it probably helps you to keep that kind of stability yeah. and keep family close rather yeah. than lost in the source. It's like, and it, it's so easy to, and I have gotten lost in it multiple times. Mm. Multiple times because there's also, like, other elements, you know, where it's like you just get lost in, like, the let's say the gullets and the gamma, but, like, 
the fast lifestyle like okay there's a party here there's mm. an event here you're getting this money you're doing this you're doing that you're doing that and before you realize it you're burnt the fu- you're burnt yeah. the fuck out and it's fun but it has no reward it has no re- reward other than just instant gratification instant gratification and then you end up engaging with fake people people that are not good for you um yeah no mm. but sorry that's like something i'm trying to get better at but that's why i'm in sydney i'm like and it's like it's good because it's like i don't want to be in the city yeah. i don't want to be in, i don't want to be in the mix like i like being on my street where it's like my neighbors are old and there's nothing happening and you're a mysterious bitch and i'm mysterious you're like malala you come perform and then you and then i'm out of yeah. there and then i'm out of there where does she live don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry, babe. Don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, don't listen um. to it. <laughs> like me at the McDonald's. Like, no, if you ever want to catch me, Melton Highway McDonald's. <laughs> That's the one. I'm actually a fellow McDonald's addict. Yeah, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, What's so your go to order? I actually, I used to work at McDonald's for a really long time, three Ooh. years, and I used to be a manager there. Okay. My, I'm also very stingy. That's how I afford my lifestyle mm. by saving in many ways. And my favorite thing to get is a cheeseburger Happy Meal with a steam bun and extra pickles steam and garlic. Bun. Steam bun is the one. I yeah. learned about steam bun and like my life hasn't been the same it's ever so since. It's so good. Or chicken and cheese with a steam bun when it used to be two dollars. Mm. That was that was really good. Yeah. How about you? Like I'm, I'm like really into. Um, I always have to get a frozen coke, but I always have to. But I had, I had a weight loss surgery in 2019, mm. as we're talking about McDonald's. So I can't. I don't eat as much, so I never get the chips. I always just get a cheeseburger mm. and a frozen Coke or nuggets with ketchup and a frozen Coke. Mm, okay, ketchup. But if I, like, have had an edible, maybe some chips. Maybe some chips, some cheeky chips. Yeah, some cheeky okay, chips. Okay, respect. And my final question for you, well, I have two, but the first one is, are you a barb? Oh my god! Of course, am I a bum? Yes, am I a bum? I had a theory. I pull up in the Sri Lanka. Am I a Nicki Minaj fan? Come on, that's my queen. Yeah. No, I am a like, like, like seriously. Yeah. Like, don't even get me started. Like, Nicki is my queen. Yeah. I've, I like, I'm one of those people, and people are like, oh, you're you at your big age. Yeah, at my big age. At my big age, that's the queen. Like, bow down. Like, yeah, don't no put, shit. Like, that's the queen. She's the one. She's I, the one. Yeah. Like, she changed the world. Like, she genuinely changed the world. She gave so many young girls and young people confidence to be who they are. And she's so iconic. Like, I love her. I love Nicki Minaj. Like, Mm. I genuinely believe, like, she is the queen. I say that because I see a lot of her in your music. I love her. Yeah. Do you feel like she's an inspiration any other inspiration of course of course like i'm like i grew up listening to nikki like she is my ultimate artist right Mm. so it's like i know every song and it's like that's why rapping always came easy to me yeah was because it's like i i know what good rap music sounds like so it's like because i listen to nikki Minaj, so it's like Mm. it's easy for me to make a song um yeah but she was i would say like she obviously is like my main inspiration. Mm. Of course, like she's everyone's inspiration, Actually. no matter what they say. Um, and then other than that, I'd say like I like I like like I, there's people that I like. Like I really like randomly Rick Ross. True. Is that like the guy who does purple Lamborghini? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a good song. I like that. Yes. And, um, there's like he does other songs with Skrillex. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Rick Ross. And then and then like 
just like random things here and there, but I just like listen to everything. Mm, true. Are you a Bob? I'm the biggest Bob. Oh my god, yeah. what's your favorite Nicki song? Probably LLC or Dude. Okay. Yeah. I love like I love like the idea of like Nicki Minaj putting a shit in the air, like yeah, pushing up a two in the air. In the air. <laughs> she's she's the best. Yeah, she is. Like I literally like are you dumb? Like, if she... You know, my my mum once asked me, she was like, yeah, so if Nicki Minaj asked you to jump off a bridge, would you? Yes. I was like, to be honest, I would consider yeah. it. I would I suck would. the fart out of her Literally. Bum. Yeah. Like, if she told me, straight up, if she told me to punch my own sister, I would. <laughs> I would, sorry. <gasps> she's done it. She's pretty... Yeah, she's actually God mode. She actually yeah. is the, like... Literally, she's the queen. They said there was the queen died a few months ago. No, she didn't. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is alive and well. still here, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, sick. Well, I think that's a good note to leave it on. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it's you for having me on.